do you know where Patterson's office is, or would you have to slow up and wait? No, no, no. I know where Patterson's office is. He's got that stupid plaque on the door that has his name on it. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So you go to Patterson's office. Do you wait for him to open the door, or do you just walk right in? I walk right in. Wow. All right. So you walk in, you take a seat, or do you stand for this? What is his office like? It's beautiful. It's a big desk with a big chair behind it and two big chairs in front of it. It's got beautiful windows, stained glass on the upper part of it. It's got bookshelves in it with lots of books that you'll probably never be able to read in your lifetime. There's also a cute little picture of the missus. Does it look like the books are in any kind of specific order? They look to be grouped, like maybe they're law books, but different sections or types of law. But it doesn't look like they're put in any kind of specific order. Well, you'll see that they have volume numbers that are in order, yeah. Better question. He mentioned that this was procedure. Mm-hmm. Do I recall the specifics of said procedure? Roll your law. No, apparently I did not read that part of the employee handbook. I mean, come on. That's a Philip and Sam or Finn thing. That's not a you thing. You can't recall it, but you may notice one of the books on the shelf talk about investigation procedures. Yeah, I'll pick that one up. And in the process of picking it up, because I fumbled, I will totally knock several other books all over the floor, and that is how he would find me. And as he steps into his office and he hears the crash of books and he sees several at your feet and one in your hand, (sighs) shut the door. As he walks to his desk, What exactly are you trying to find in that book, Bruno? You mentioned it was procedure. I'm looking for procedure. It's nice to see you finally taking an interest in what we do here. I just look down on my arm in the sling with fresh bandages that I put on this morning. Yeah, a little bit more than an interest, you might say. So I need you to take a seat, and I'm going to have to ask you questions. Now, this feels familiar because he's been interrogated by police officers before. This is a pretty nice interrogation room. I will take one of the chairs, and as I pull it out to kind of get myself in there, I pull it back a couple more inches because I've got long legs, and I want to make sure that i got space here. I'm not pressed up against the desk. I'm just mean mugging the whole time, looking around the room, just like, motherfuckers, bullshit. He'll take a seat at his desk. He'll pull out a pad of paper, pen. He'll start writing some stuff. And then he'll pause, look at you. So. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Come on, let's go. You want to start at the beginning? Can you tell me what happened when you arrived in Dunwich? Oh, we drove through the little town. Not a whole lot of interesting things to report there. Arrived at the site, met with Mr. Hodge. He briefly tried to sell us on the house and uh, started looking around a little bit. Left the room for a moment, 
after a little while, he was he said he had to go stay at the pastors because that's where it was. He had to be there by five thirty. I want to make sure that that wasn't sundown because weird shit happens. And then the house started talking to me. I'm sorry. The house started talking to you. What did the house say? Well, it may not have been the house, but I smelled my mama's sauce, my mama's gravy. Went looking around because it's a little weird. I saw her. Does Bruno choke up at the mention of our talking about his mom? I don't think so because right now he's riding on mad because as far as he remembers, it was go investigate, find out if stuff is weird, find out if it's a, an issue for derp. So here he is. He did his thing. Everybody came back. Sure, it was not exactly in one piece. But given the circumstances, it was almost several of them not coming back. So he's riding that, like, that frustration and that anger for the moment. So you had hallucinations of your deceased mother. You had olfactory hallucinations as well. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know if I would call it hallucinations or experiences because it it wasn't just me so you're saying the other agents also had what you were calling experiences yeah because hallucinations are usually caused by a thing and this is like the the house fucking with me and can you describe what the other agents experienced He'll lean back in the chair a little bit and give it a little thought for a second. Not uh, not specifically. I heard some things. Uh, I uh, I think Sam was saying something about fish people from the other place. And uh, Philip, when I found him, he was already out. Finn saw some lady in the top window or something. So I had a had to get him in the car and uh Charlotte was saying something about Ash like she was talking to a friend that was there. And as you say all of this he's writing everything down. When you finish he'll look at you and say, "So you met with the homeowner. You went inside, he then left." And you started having experiences, and so did the other agents. But you've stated when you found. Can you tell me what separated you? We did. We were looking around the house, getting a little distracted by our own little experiences. Uh, Finn was outside for some reason. Ran into Sam in the hallway. We both agreed that we were both having some some weirdness, and it was like, nope, this this place has got to go. And then started trying to get everybody back to the car and uh, get out of there. So you found Sam. You started working with him. Were you with him when he got his injuries? Nah. Do you know how he sustained those injuries? 
it looked like a cut. There's any number of sharp things in there. The house? Yeah, it could have been a piece of glass. I wasn't there. So you found him and he was fine. You separated again, even though you were trying to work with him to get everyone out of the house. And then when you found him for a second time, he had injuries. Yeah, he and Charlotte were in the kitchen. And he'll make a note of that. Okay. Let's move on to Agent Callahan. You said he saw a woman in the house. Was this the same woman that possibly was cooking the sauce or gravy? I don't know. I didn't see her. You didn't see her. No, and that uh, that thing that was looking like my mom, she, uh, it, I guess, uh, didn't. And it's at this point that he will start to get a little choked up. The fight goes out of him. He starts just slinking back into it. It's, uh, well, the it's only been like a month, and it it's still fresh and it hurts, and I think that's why. I uh, didn't fall down the the hole that they fell down. Did Agent Callahan describe this woman? No, not that I... He seemed lost in the sauce, as it were. We were all out at the car, getting ready to get out of there, and he broke away and started running towards the house. I tried to grab him, and then he'll lift up his right arm, and that's when I got hurt. And uh, by that point, the building was already starting to catch fire, and I shot him. At that point, he'll pull out a drawer and then reach inside, and you'll see him pull out the tiny gun that you kept in your desk, and he'll set it on his. So it's come to my attention that my agents carry... Non-issued weapons. Are you saying that Agent Callahan was carrying a non-issued weapon in the form of a knife? I didn't see nothing. I don't know if it was a piece of glass or something. Maybe he left there. I don't. Maybe he thought it was a knife. Maybe I don't know. We've been in contact with the hospital that gave you treatment. They doctors say it is definitely a knife, a wound. You did not see the weapon Agent Callahan used to assault you? No, it all happened real quick. I know that's a line that a lot of people use, but here I am. I got Sam bleeding in the car. I got Phil up on car just like a cookie having a freak out. And Finn is running into a burning building. So I was trying to worry about a lot in addition to a fucking haunted house that was trying to seduce me by using my dead mom. So sorry if it was a little much. You stated Agent Miller was talking to someone that sounded like a friend. You've called this person Ash. May have been Ash, Ashley. I don't know. Has she spoken about this friend before? Is this also possibly a deceased relative or someone? I don't know. Nobody that I remember her speaking of. In your time together? Serving as agents, she has never mentioned 
Ash. Not that I'm aware of, and I don't think not that anything Bruno is aware of. Like, he's going to make a note of that. Agent Clark, when you found him for the second time with Agent Miller, you put him in the car and you went back in to get Agent Callahan and Agent Weasel. At any time, was any medical treatment given to Agent Clark? I uh, I got a piece of cloth out of the back and tried to, to staunch it on there, but... I ain't no doctor. When you found Agent Wiesel, his state, I believe you've said, was unconscious or catatonic or non-responsive in most ways? Yeah, he wasn't his usual annoying self. Did he have any injuries? Outside of being unconscious? No, I don't think that I saw any. Agent Miller had no significant injuries. Her uh, her arm may have been a little bruised after the fact because when we went to go for the others, I had I had a good hold on her because uh, I didn't want splitting up. At what point did you decide not splitting up was a good idea? Well, there's a thing. It would have been a good thing from the get-go, but uh, sometimes when you're seeing stuff, I assume you've seen stuff. You, uh, it slips your mind. How soon after entering the home did your team first have an experience? Almost immediately after Mr. Hodges left. And as a group, you all shared this information with each other? Knew something was amiss? As soon as I got out of that first encounter, I uh, that was all the evidence I needed to enact our plan and uh, get everybody out of there. So as I found them, I was like, it's time to go. Bruno, what I'm asking is, almost immediately upon entering the home, you say your team knew something was amiss, yet it was hours before you left. Did it feel like hours to us? Mm-hmm. It was hours. There was a bit of difficulty getting everybody together, especially when they didn't want to, for whatever reason. Didn't feel like hours at the time. He's going to point to the book. Probably left it half leaning off his desk. He's going to point to the book and... Procedures. Usually when we encounter something that we've been advised may be an event, you take precautions. Upon entering, you've stated you almost immediately knew something was wrong, yet you let your team split up. Not only did you reconnect with one member of your team, but you then split again. Didn't exactly choose to split up. I went across the hall from the little living room we were in 
to see the kitchen because I was smelling something and I wanted to know if there was other people here to secure the area as is procedure. And by the time I got back to everybody, it had popped off. Did anybody mention prior to you having an olfactory hallucination that they too smelled something? No, the, the Mr. Hodges was there at that time. Didn't want to. And I assume you question Mr. Hodges. Personally, no. I went investigating. And by the time I came back, he's gone. You were not there for the interview of the homeowner. Only for the beginning when he was talking about having to leave and the little history. After that, I don't know. So now we need to discuss the discharging of your weapon. And he's going to reach into the drawer and he's going to pull the flask out. Is it possible you had been inebriated when you decided to pull your weapon on Agent Callahan and fire? Was I drunk? No. Had you been drinking at all? I will pull out my flask from my pocket. If I did, it was of a minimal amount. I shot him because I could not catch him. And if he made it back into that house, I don't think anybody was going to get him out. He'll make a note of that. The fire. Yeah. Whose decision was it to set the house on fire? Yours. Please tell me how you interpreted your assignment as burned down personal property. We were sent to investigate a weirdness. And normally it's a procedure to bring it back. This, as it was a building, not something we can bring back, therefore needed to be destroyed. I believe that's procedure, and he'll tap the book. It would have been a little less public and maybe prudent to have purchased the home before destroying the home. Well, I tell you what, when I got three people bleed and then another unconscious, I'll worry about your bottom line a little bit more. But this is what our taxpayer dollars are for, isn't it? Yes, and I have a taxpayer calling me pretty much every hour asking for his money and then some for his personal anguish at the loss of a family heirloom. He is a shyster, and if you want, I can go have a conversation with him. He'll look down at the flask and the gun that sits on his desk. I don't think that would be a good idea, Bruno. Not that kind of conversation. You know what I mean. I don't. You have discharged a weapon against a teammate. Another teammate was not given medical attention immediately. You broke procedure by splitting up. You entered the home, knew something was wrong In your words, almost immediately, yet you did not communicate with each other. You did not formulate a plan. You let yourselves get split up. That, and he'll point to the book, is not procedure. I saved lives that day. Ain't nobody was making it out of there. 
So we should give you a medal? No, you should be thankful that you still have five members to the team instead of, like, two. He's going to make a bit of a sad face on that and kind of do a, a big gulpy swallow. That remains to be seen. Oh, so I'm fired? That's fine. Fuck you. I don't need this. He stands up as though he's going to leave. Bruno, you aren't fired. That's a smart decision. Probably a decision that's going to get me fired. Sit down. Then what's this about that? Angrily sit back down. We don't think Agent Clark is going to be coming back. Is he going to live? He's going to have to have several surgeries. The injury cut into the intestinal tract. It's going to take time to heal. And we don't know how long that'll be. I'm going to be going out there probably after I finish talking to the rest of you to talk to him and Agent Callahan to see where we stand on things and to get his report. But from what the doctors tell me, he won't be back. Death duty. Hmm. We'll see. Finn, the doctors say will recuperate. He's young. He's going to bounce back just fine. I only winged him. He's fast. Little guy, short legs, fast. The department thanks you for your skilled use in firearms and winging your fellow agent. The agent that cut me to hold up my arm again and winged him to save his life. Yeah. i do the same for you. An agent who cut you, yet no knife was found on his person. You claim to not see a weapon. You also claim to have seen and smelled other things. Do you, do you want me to take the bandages off? And he'll start taking his arm out of this way. How do I know it wasn't self-inflicted? And he will point at him. That's not funny. Bruno, nothing about this is funny. No, but you know what happened. You know what was happening with the projector. You know all about that. You know what that made people do. And he'll reach into another drawer and pull out your notes. Yes, I do. Yeah, so don't fucking say shit about me trying to kill myself. So you are adamant that Agent Callahan was the one... That cut you, yet there's no weapon. You have to understand, no matter how many times you put that in a report, it will be looked at a little funny. Look at all the rest of the reports we ever wrote. Fucking fish people. We write about weird shit all the time. So what if there wasn't a knife? I don't know what it was. In those instances, those are the things we're investigating. You're saying a fellow agent did this. Yeah. Which means now the weirdness is in the agency, in the department. He'll look quiet for a second. We're supposed to be fighting those things. They're not in the department. They're outside the department. But now you're telling me it's in the department, along with some other problems that are in the department. <sighs> Insmith was hit shortly after 
your team left. Miskatonic missing an item shortly after your team was there. And now I have agents shooting agents and agents stabbing agents with weapons that aren't there. The weirdness is now in the department. A full investigation is underway. Your team is being looked at. He takes his one good hand and just kind of rubs at his forehead. That's, uh, that's fair. When you, uh, when you put it that way, that's, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bruno. I'm, I'm happy I've now gotten through to you and you see the pressure I'm under. You, uh, you can have that one if you want. He points at the flask. He looks like he might reach for it, but he shakes his head and stops himself. When I see that, I will go for the one that I am carrying, and I will, I'll hit it right there, right in front of him. Is there anything else you would like to report, now knowing the severity of this situation? Do you have any doubts about your fellow team members? That's a, uh, that's a tough question. Because I don't know how much of what was going on was artificial or something else. Well, why don't you talk to me about those concerns and you let me sort that out? I never heard Charlotte talk about that guy before. So I don't know what's up with that. Because it seemed like the house was picking people that were important and messing with with you based on that. Why do you say guy? Did it feel or sound as if it was a relationship romantic in nature or familial? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I never known how to have like a romantic relationship before. So kind of hard to, to point that. He'll nod at that. Good observation, and he'll make a note. Because it was using my mother, and then it had to be somebody important to Finn if he was going to run into a building that he knew was on fire. And Philip? I don't know. He was out. If you had to guess, Bruno, and the house was using people that were important to you. Well, he never shuts up about Bertram, and you said he was a real person, so... Again, just no real response when you say that. What if I roll one of these? He looks a little uncomfortable. About Philip or about Bertram? When you say Bertram is a real person. I was just reminded of something when I saw that cookie had rolled previously. She was also saying mean things, right? She was. She kept insulting you guys. There was another thing. Finn was cold and kept, like, when I lit the fire that burned the place down, I kicked a chair over into the fireplace that was going. And he had lit a fire in at least another room. I think it was the, there was one in the kitchen going on the second way through. And, uh, something with Cookie, she was being, saying some mean things. But then she also, Mean things? Yeah. 
Like what? She was saying something about Philip never shutting up about the places he goes. And, uh, Sam was a bad photographer and, uh, well, she just called me an idiot a couple of times. He'll suppress a smile with that. Yeah, I'd fucking see you grinning that. Has Agent Miller ever made statements like this prior or after the events in Dunwich? Not that I can, uh, not to me. How's that? So it was the house then that caused her to do this. I lean forward onto his knees. That would be my guess, because I look up to the ceiling and just kind of like, because ah. she also called me a little potato. I'm sorry. Agent Miller called you a little potato? Yeah, but not like that. It, uh, she has said the Papatino, which was a nickname that my mom had for me. I was her little potato. I swear if you ever tell anybody that, you will rue the day, cause. Bruno. Yeah. I gotta write everything down in my report. The day I hear that in the office, you will wish I had it. The only people reading this would be my superiors. I doubt it's going to get around the office. So maybe you had told her about your mother and this nickname and have forgotten due to, and he'll point to the flask. No. What makes you think I would tell anybody that they used to call me a little potato? Fair point, but Agent Miller's an attractive woman, single, you're single, in a very emotional time in your life. Perhaps you wanted to reach out for comfort. You remember that time, like five minutes ago, when I said that I never heard her in any kind of romantic relationship? Yes, that's the definition of single, Bruno. Yeah, well, she never made any advances or interests in that regard that I was able to understand. Have you made any advances towards her? No. He'll sit back and, and yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable for him to admit now. Bruno, ever since Innsmouth, you know, your team has been under a little more scrutiny. And whose fault is that? Your team, uh, due to the events at Miskatonic and Innsmouth. And because of that, we do kind of keep a little closer watch on agents who are suspected of possibly informing on department business and... It has come to my attention that you and Agent Miller spent Christmas alone together. Would you not call that an advancement? It wasn't alone. No, it was with your family. Yeah. When we were up there in Innsmouth, she made a big deal about never seeing the ocean or the water or any of that shit. And there was a lot 
of other things going on there, which you, of course, have read about in the reports with the fish people and the deep ones and all, all the rest of that. And she doesn't really have anyone around here that I'm aware of. So I invited her to come down to Jersey to spend Christmas with my family. How was it? I mean, it was fine. The kids are getting bigger. The kids are running around. They were excited to have somebody there. It was a nice distraction after mom. Some other family were hanging around. Did you guys have a good time? Big Italian dinner? Yeah. Extra set of hands is a lot of help. A lot of vino flowing. Nothing like that happened. So when I ask Agent Miller about this, she'll confirm that you guys were not inebriated at all during Christmas. I can't speak for her and to her level of inebriation, but uh, no. Not in any situation where I might be out of control of myself. Trust me, I get a lot of practice. I have no doubt. Any other concerns besides Agent Miller talking to an imaginary guy? Not specifically. Although if you're going to make a big deal out of Christmas, you might want to ask Finn when we went to the uh, the dog tracks the other day. Maybe that was a date. I will definitely ask Agent Callahan about the dog tracks. Just lost a bit of money, had a dinner. I'm sure he'll confirm all of that. Unless you want to tell me about it. That I lost like $10. Why did you guys go to the dog track? Just to let loose? It was payday. It was payday? Payday had a little money. There was a race that day. I was looking over the uh, forms in the paper. He's going to ponder that a bit, and then he's going to make a note. I'm going to ask you, Bruno, not to discuss this with your other team members. The other suspects? At least until this uh, investigation is closed. Am I free to go? Yes. I'll request that you go home for the rest of the day. Yeah, whatever. Again, do not stop back into the office and talk to Agent Miller or Agent Wiesel. No contact with Agent Callahan or Agent Clark either. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. He will get up. He'll leave that flask there. You get up and walk out. Yeah. We'll have the door shut. We'll have Patterson look at that flask. Slump his shoulders in defeat. Grab it, open it, and take a hit. And then he's going to reach for the phone. He's going to call the next one in.
only for the beginning when he was talking about having to leave and the little history after that. I don't know. And he is trying to be truthful. If he's leaving stuff out, it's because I forget. I know. I know. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we don't know how long that'll be. I'm going to be going out there probably after I finish talking to the rest of you to talk to him and Agent Callahan to see where we stand on things and to get his report. But from what the doctors tell me, he won't be back. Death duty. Hmm. We'll see. Out of character for people who are listening to this on the Patreon, (laughs) Samuel had a work thing and is in the military and will be gone for six months to a year and a half. So this worked out. You're so nice because I would have left them guessing. I mean, the Patreon people support <laughs> us and let this show continue. So I, I will be nice to them. The Patreon I won't decide. Secrets. Yeah, and now they have secrets that <laughs> the people in the release may not know. Okay, as long as some portion of the audience doesn't ever know. Okay, then the Patreon peeps can have a secret with us. Um, Thank you, Patreon people, for all your support. Oh my gosh, thank you, Patreon people. I could do nothing without you. And the house was using people that were important to you. Well, he never shuts up about Bertram. And you said he was a real person, so. Again, just no real response when you say that. Oh, yeah? What if I roll one of these? <gasps> oh! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What if I roll one of these? I'm going to go ahead and click that box, too. (laughs) He looks a little uncomfortable. About Philip or about Bertram? When you say Bertram is a real person. Well, that's what he told me, so that's what Patterson told me. Yeah, that Patterson now looks uncomfortable. Good. He should be uncomfortable. Fuck him. But if you wish to press anything on that, that's on you. No, I got him where I want him. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> I got him where I want him. She never made any advances or interests in that regard that I was able to understand. Have you made any advances towards her? No. Does he know that you took her home for Christmas? Does he keep tabs on you guys? He can make a luck roll. Make a luck roll. Why me? I know about it. It should be his luck. Why are you trying to intimidate? Because I didn't want him telling anybody about a little potato. Oh, don't worry, Papadino. Oh, I don't know if that's going to come through. There, There it went. Roll 20 lagged out. Doesn't matter. Nope. It doesn't matter. He's going to ponder that a bit, and then he's going to make a a note. Stop making notes. God. (laughs) It's how I use it all against you later. I learned that by watching LA by night. I'm going to make a note. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm going to ask you, Bruno, not to discuss this with your other team members. The other suspects. At least until this uh, investigation is closed. I will make a note that he did not correct me. He did not correct you. He just gave you a patronizing smile. Yeah, yeah, I I get it. He will get up. He'll leave that flask there. Because I like the idea that he drinks it after I leave. You get up and walk out. Yeah. We'll have the door shut. We'll have Patterson look at that flask. Yeah, fucking do it. Slump his shoulders in defeat, grab it, open it, and take a hit. Yeah. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without-a-net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a Net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.